Outside the desert city of Pathos, Elias Dorgomir looked up into the afternoon sky, watching as three carnelian dragons played hide-and-seek in the darkening clouds. He marveled at the dragons' grace and beauty. They flew higher and higher with each gentle movement of their jewel-colored wings. Even from a distance Elias could see that all three were wild, adolescent females, less than a year old, but already old enough to have a dragonstone prominently displayed at the base of their throats. He smiled. These three dragons would be added to next year's census. Creating the yearly census of dragons was one of Elias's proudest achievements. The dragon race had made a spectacular recovery from near extinction during the last decade. With a trio of roars, the little dragons clustered together and disappeared into the clouds, flying toward the safety of the caves sprawled along the southern borders of Parthenian territory. It was a perfect spring day, and the temperature was still mild. He had almost forgotten the peaceful tranquility and wonderful smell of the desert. Elias inhaled deeply, savoring the clean, dry desert air as he walked along the outer limits of Paphos. He had been away for years, returning only sporadically while working as a traveling healer throughout the kingdom. His healing skills were always in demand, so constant travel was part of his life. Although his work ethic never waned, his duties sometimes limited his efforts to track and monitor the numbers of dragons. He had also grown tired of the lack of a community and the inconstancy of life on the road. Striding over the rippled dunes soothed and comforted him. Despite the harsh weather of the death sands, the desert was his refuge, and he loved the wild peacefulness of it. His homesickness melted away like a candle in the sun. Ten years of almost constant travel, and now he was finally back home. Just days ago he had celebrated his twenty-fifth birthday. His years seemed to dissolve away in all he had seen and done. Deep in his soul he had always known that he would return to the desert. He dearly hoped he was home for good. He walked until he reached the gates of Pathos, where he picked up the faint smell of burning camel dung, evidence of nomads nearby. Elias couldn't see their tents, but he knew that they were near the city, since it was one of the few places in the central desert with a safe water supply. A small herd of camels trotted lazily outside the city, grazing on dry grass and shrubs. In the distance, coming from the same direction that the young dragons had left, a gigantic pearl-colored dragon appeared. Elias shielded his eyes with his hand and looked up, then smiled broadly. It was Nidored, who had undoubtedly spent the day in the desert trying to woo nesting females. Elias had hoped to meet him later in the evening. He was surprised by Nidored's early return. Silhouetted against the sun, the dragon's bright scales cast off glints of yellow and orange, with every sweep of his broad wings. As the largest dragon in existence, Nidored towered above palm trees and houses, his wings stretching outward like two enormous sails. Elias heard the dragon's gravelly voice echoing inside his mind. I am coming back to the city. I see you, he replied. Meet me on the ramparts. Elias jogged through the city and up the castle steps to the rooftop, one of the few places in the city with enough space for Nidored to land. He briefly saluted the guards at the fortress steps, then rushed up the stairs and waited. The huge white dragon landed with a thud, stumbling a bit before righting himself. He whipped around, and his powerful tail knocked over a stack of bricks in the corner. The bricks spilled down the slope of the roof, piling up against the opposite wall. 
Elias groaned and shook his head. Sorry, said Niederred guiltily. It's all right. Don't worry about it. Elias signaled one of the servants of the doorway to come and clean up the mess. Elias understood Niederred's difficulty. Everything about him, from his enormous bulk to his thrashing tail, everything made being around humans difficult. Niederred carefully folded his wings into his body and waddled over to where Elias stood. How did it go? he asked gently. Based on the telepathic feelings he had been receiving from Niederred all day, he already knew the answer. Niederred's shoulders slumped. The females rejected me, all of them, young and old. I don't understand. I show as much enthusiasm as any other male.